Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to hide the kids and pop the top on a cold one. Coming to you from the Riverbank studio in Nitro, West Virginia, please welcome the inebriated cast of Section 304. Section three or four podcast and uh, last yesterday was a I'd say I mean disappointing loss. Yeah, drinking beers and talking ears. It is what it is, man. Talking losses. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: that loss yesterday just solidifies what everyone's known. If Deuce and DC both don't have above average games. We're in trouble, right? Well, I mean, we also can't afford to have them both off the court when no. they go. When they no. both go off the we court, we had some weird lineups and we had some really bad passing in the last like four and a half to five minutes of the game. Really bad offensive sets. I don't know what my boy McCabe is doing. He's still putting that extra English on his shit, and you know he paid for that. He he came in and could have thrown just a normal pass. Instead, he throws it throws it away. Luckily, it's off a Florida guy's foot or hand or whatever, but he immediately gets yanked and doesn't see the floor for quite some time again. You just got to take better care of the ball. Um, Crumb's boy was firing yesterday. He took a couple of bad shots at the end, but I can't blame him. Because he was way way out there. Well, that that 180-footer he took, uh, I mean, we needed points. Dame Lillard range. Well, but at the time in the game, he was – the only sense of all the only source of offense you'd had for some possessions. Right. I, I don't mind him shooting from that deep, but I do not like him shooting off the dribble. He's a set guy. I'd rather him take a couple steps in, but you know, well, whatever. I mean, that's fine, but I, I, but I get I'm what not, you're saying. Yeah, if, he, like his, if you're going to pull it up, take it off the pass and not. Yeah, he's yeah. not a off the dribble shooter. We have guys that take. They pass up catch and shoot shots. They shot fake and then go to the mid range, which. I mean, I don't really – you can't fault him for doing it, but sometimes I would rather them take the three. 18 and in, Deuce McBride's usually lethal. Yesterday he put up like three for 14 or something, and he started yeah. three for four, so he went extremely cold. DC has 20, 22 points in the first half, finishes with 28. Uh, Richie Rich got on him in the second half. That kid was such a douchebag-looking clown. Let's, let's back up to Monday night, though. Monday night, we have a, another incredible comeback. We're down 12 with, what, seven, seven left? Like, yeah. Seven and a half. And we finished 10 for 10 down the down the stretch. Deuce McBride kind of struggled early in the game and completely took it over in the second half. To induce things. But um, he got in foul trouble, though. As soon as he goes out, you know, we're down, what, 12? The lead yeah, evaporates. I mean, he, and the common thread between the – Two games this week for me is we gave up over 80 points. Defense is unacceptable. 
What defense? Lack thereof. I mean, show me a guy right now that really balls out and plays defense. Can you? On this Maybe team? Maybe Deuce. Deuce is pretty good on the ball. The no. rest of them are really bad on the ball. They get they get blown off. <laughs> Matt the Deuce gets beat a lot on, on switches and getting back out. He gets sucked into the lane a whole lot and gives up open threes. Same thing with Taz. Uh, McCabe gets beat off the dribble quite often. And, you know, yesterday you can't afford to put him on uh, man. man. Yeah. You just – man, I mean, Florida's athletic as hell. Uh, for, for us to beat – and I know Florida's not a top 25 team, whatever, whatever. They'll um, be ranked this week. They've, they've dropped in and out. For us top to beat teams in the upper echelon of, of this – what's going on right now. Deuce and Culver have to play above average every game, and they have to be on the floor and not in foul trouble. DC shot the shit out of some free throws yesterday. Yeah, man, that drove that drove me nuts. The hitch, the dribble, and it's, it worked a couple times. Whatever, I mean, fuck it, man. Look at Charles Barkley's golf swing. Whatever works for you. That one kid, DC goes up and freezes to get ready and shoot, and that <laughs> old boy throws his body on him right before he even releases the ball and. As good as he shot free throws, though, I I do not want to be relying on that going forward. You trust him. him. He was trust him. He was like fourteen for seventeen. Right, right. I'm not saying I want him on the line. I'd rather have Taz, McKay. He missed two big free throws, man. um, Matthews. They're all eighty, ninety percent free throw shooters. So, rather have them than Gabe or or Culver. But if Culver goes, I'm not going to be. But see, Derek needs to start. I mean, he needs to start showing consistently that he can make free throws. That way, it gets to the point, you know, that's you're not automatically trying to foul him. But I, I don't have a whole lot of gripes with um, our offense. But I think by speeding up the tempo and going smaller, we're paying the price on defense. I really do. Our defense is. Our transition defense, I saw a stat on ESPN this morning. We got beat 25-6 to six in transition buckets. I'm sure it was pretty bad against Texas Tech. Uh, I think they got a bunch of transition buckets. Texas Tech also scored 25 points off of turnovers. But with that smaller lineup, you get more buckets. So if, you, if you're going to trade it out, you're going to play 4-on-5 offensively because you're going to start Gabe, and Gabe is not an offensive threat. Well, he, he isn't starting. I'll so it's well, right pick your poison. Who are you going to start? I, you know, that was that was the big issue yesterday. Was our our what traditionally you would call a four man the power forward? You got five points out of three guys, and yeah. that's that continues to be the case for the exception when Bridges shows up and Bridges Bridges if Bridges doesn't hit his first two buckets, game over. He wasn't even looking to shoot yesterday. I'm just telling you what I've noticed yeah. with him when he plays. If he doesn't score early and he doesn't get a couple quick ones in, he's done. He's he's he, he doesn't he doesn't ever. He's not a late starter. Like he he's not. If if he if he no, does, his if confidence tanks. If he's not in the flow of it right away, like a couple of buckets or a bucket real quick off the off the off the bounce off the tip, he's not going to give you much that game. You you know within the first five and a half minutes what Jalen Bridges you're going to get. And Emmett Matthews continues to astonish me with his lack of, well, generally any output on either end. Yeah. I heard he lost like 15 pounds. Uh, 18. Which he did not have 
15 or what, 18 to he, lose. He lost, he lost 18 pounds when he got COVID. And he's, Hug said, just he isn't the same, but he's got a, he's, he's got a plane. He said, we don't have. But, okay, he lost 18 pounds, but what was he before he lost the 18 pounds? Right. I mean, I, I get that part. He hadn't, he hadn't really had a monster game since Texas Tech his freshman year. How many, he, how many did he have? Did he score? On I, I, we had I, six guys in double figures Monday night. I think he was one of them. I don't was think he? so. I think he had six on Monday. Okay, because all the starters were in double figures. Bridges. He didn't start. Or McCabe. No, you're right. Bridges. Who started Monday? McCabe, Three guards. McCabe, Bridges, Culver, Sherman, Deuce, and Sherman. Okay, they were all in double figures. The starters were. McCabe had 10. I think Bridges had 10. Sean McNeil had 10. Deuce McNeil had 24. Taz did. Right, but he, he had 10 off the bench. Yeah, Matthews did not have. Matthews no, he didn't have double, double Matthews figures. had double figures like once this year. And I'm not sure who it is. It's uh, I think it was in a December game. He had like 11 or 13. And he had like six or seven boards to go with it, I believe. Cause I, I, so right before we shut it down. I proclaimed that he was back. And we would go as he goes. And then, you know. He continues to uh, not go. It'd be nice to get a third option, to get a third solid scorer. Taz appears to be able to be that guy. He he was off yesterday. He was um, off. Of course, McBride was off. McNeil, but with Taz, I mean. McNeil comes and goes. He's another one. I think if he hits his first one, look out. If he misses his first two or three, that's head fuck, but he'll keep shooting it. Taz, Taz gets sucked in a lot, too, and, and loses – Loses his man. He gets beat off the dribble a lot. That man guy froze him once. <laughs> Step back and hit that three. Did did you know. guys see in the second half <laughs> Florida setting up to run offense? Man is over in the left corner. Their fucking coach comes out and he's screaming, move here, move here, move here. And he physically puts his hands on man's waist. And moves him up <laughs> to the wing. No, I didn't see that. Are you allowed? No, you're not supposed to do that. You, you can't. That's a technical. That's what I'm saying. I'm sitting there watching it, and he's, he's, you know, two feet from man. Did yelling, man get a bucket, here, though? Move here, no, he no. move No. He moved, looked at him, and looked at like, put his arms up like, what the fuck? They ended up scoring, yes. But it was not him. But he, like, he puts his hands on his waist and moves him to the wing. And then moves off, and I looked at the people. I was, I was like, "Is that not a fucking tech? He's got his, he's moving him." And then, like I said, man's sitting there looking at him. He's confused as hell. He's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I mean, obviously he knows how to play the game. And this coach is move here, move here, move here. And then he grabs him by his waist and moves him to the wing, and then moves back off the floor. Makes no sense to me. How should have been not a tech? Should have been. They got a tech for not having the right number in the book. You don't see that every day. How about yeah. that fucking guy with Ravage just spent the entire first half talking about that dude sitting on the bench? I know. And how he would body call. I was like, dude, this guy's played fucking two minutes. He got a bucket and two fouls. Culver is lights out from the field right now. And you think this fucking big motherfucker is going to come in and lean on him and stop him? Culver would annihilate him if he turned and spun and, and footworked him on the baseline. Guy's not fast enough. Now that white guy, Richie Rich, in the second half, got him. He got what he tore us up. 
guy, he's such a fucking goof looking too, man. That's the kind of guy that, like, back when I played, like, that's the dude that you hated to get, like, it was like, what's the dude that went to Midland? Oh, Mark Patton. Yeah, it's like having him hang, like, 28 on you, and you're like, what the fuck, dude? This guy is such a clown-looking motherfucker, and he's just dominating, and there's just nothing you could do to stop it. So you had to, you know, you just had to take the punishment and then get made fun of after the game. I assume they'd clown DC after the game for letting that dude ball out on him like that. I didn't think that guy had that kind of game. No. They ran no. his stat line at the end when he was shooting free throws. Oh, he had 21. He yeah. had like, like 21, five. fucking 14, and, and five yeah. blocks. He played extremely well in the second half. He dominated. But also, on, on that end with uh, Culver, I mean, he ended up getting in foul trouble. And, I mean, they played it to their advantage. I mean, they went right at him, and knowing, knowing one, that Derek couldn't foul. I mean, if Derek gave up another foul, he was going to be sitting on the bench for a long time, mm-hmm. because, and, and we couldn't afford that either. We have no depth behind D.C., and this is where we're really missing cultural. Yep. Um, I, and I'm, Oscar. But, meh, well, Oscar's it, I don't. That's what it's going to be. It is what it is. Yeah. He, he didn't want to play down low anyway, so it doesn't matter. And he wasn't. He wasn't in it um, when he was here. But Katra would be huge. Um, you got Injai over there, which obviously he's he's played sparingly. You got Taj Tweet, Tweet, Tweet. However you say it. I mean, he's a big dude. Uh, you see him every now and again. Um, it's just weird, man. They just got to find somebody to be that third. That third option consistently. And did right, you all um, did you all listen to Huggins after the game? No, I was getting ready for work. No. Called him out. Said we're not tough enough. We don't get any fifty fifty loose balls. Was Last really fifty fifty ball we got was Deuce early in the first half when yeah. he got that one out of bounds and threw it in and we scored. He called McCabe. Well, he didn't call McCabe out by name, but there was that loose ball that he just let go out of bounds. I mean. I don't know. It, it, it to me we just we make too many little mistakes and it and they just add up and by the end of the game you have stats like Texas Tech gets 25 points off of turnovers. We're just giving up easy buckets, easy transition buckets. We get sucked in on defense like Yo said, give up wide open threes. Right we help when three. we shouldn't help. It's just little things add up over the course of a game and but we, they've we been lose. able they've been able to make amends for that in most games and in, in, in form a comeback and, yeah. and deuce just takes over and like i told my buddy yesterday i said look dude here's the thing this is before the game i said for this team to win those two can't afford to ever have an off night and it's very unfair to those two that that much have to has to be put on them and that's like yesterday after we lost. It's like a couple texts come in. Deuce looked awful. Okay, but Deuce has looked fucking phenomenal the the, the rest of the year. Do you see his stats? Yeah. Let's let's you let, see that graphic. Let's lay off Deuce and let everybody's gonna have a bad game. Yeah. Yeah. He just gave you on Monday one of the best performances you'll ever see to close out a game, and he showed. No, no fear when it came to that last shot. You knew who was getting it. You knew who was taking it, and he was very confident in doing so. And that's what they need is a guy like that. But but then it's yesterday it was for tied him up. And Culver to have to be Superman every fucking game. Yeah, I mean, and you could see 
last last night's last shot was for Deuce, and Deuce just knew he did. I mean, what were we doing? Well, I think it was supposed to be a pick for Deuce. Deuce pull up, and I think one Deuce second guessed it because it's you know I wasn't hitting water out of falling out of right, a boat. Right. I think they ran Sherman off like a double screen curl and. He didn't get open, and then we throw the ball to him. We're very bad at inbounding the ball. Oh, yeah. Even after a timeout. Yeah. Yeah. I've yet to see one of them take it out. Normally, it's Matthews. I've yet to see him not struggle with inbounding the ball. It's always the four-man that takes it out. Bridges ain't too fucking smooth at it either. No. It's like, how hard should it be? I mean, if you have to line up four fucking guys and run deuce around four guys or running back into the backcourt – Whatever you have to do to get the ball in, taking those timeouts on a five-second call. That's going to kill you. It's going to catch you at some point. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, one thing I saw yesterday that I liked, and I've been bitching about it all year. You guys have the been giving me guy? a hard time. The big men? The um, Culver passing out of the double team. He found some guys, got them wide open looks. Most of them didn't hit anything. I think McNeil got a couple, but – we need to see that going forward because he's going to get doubled every game yeah. from oh, here yeah. on out. Because if you have him one-on-one against just about any big guy in the country, he's going to win. Here's the you, – you guys might want to take a break and then come back and talk about this upcoming schedule. I'm going to go yeah. puke yeah, because it's, it's after gaunt- looking at it, it's we're going fucking, through the gauntlet. It's I mean, it's like we're sitting there yesterday and I was like – this is one that you really needed to get, yeah. Because yeah. you're at home. Yep. It's not a conference game. Your favorite. It's, it's a. It's a. It's a, a, a. It's a chalkboard win. Like it's one of the wins you can put on your resume. And to lose that, and now have to go into what we're going into with, you know, all fucking top ten, top fifteen, top twenty teams coming in, and you get the number one team back to back. Yeah. That well, shit is going to hurt. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about it. But I will <laughs> want to throw out there that I think someone who's about ready to start having a big big season and start using his minutes is Johnson. Keddy Johnson is – we just need a little bit of offensive output out of him. A little bit a little bit more. He I hit mean, a three ball yesterday. He did, yeah, he was I think, one or two of them. But um, his he defense – He had a couple turnovers, too, that were just – terrible yeah but, but i mean I'll yeah give him, he, he's an energy guy i right. agree yeah he's he's a spark off the bench he, gets I mean, he after got it. beat and then came through with that block that was a great so play. yeah let's take a break we'll uh we'll talk about this shit storm that's about to happen we'll be right back after this word 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 son of a bitch boogies driving range and barbecue a natural grass driving range located in Tornado, West Virginia, beside Big Bend Golf Course. Open seven days a week with golf ball dispenser. Boogie's offers a great barbecue menu with delicious items right off the wood fire grill, fresh every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We also have a newly remodeled clubhouse with bar and a large patio to enjoy the peaceful mountain air. Open from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday and 11 to 9 p.m. on Sunday. Boogie's Driving Range and Barbecue. 
That neon sign Hanging outside that bar So they said go home If you know what's good for your heart And when she sat down In that 85 t-shirt So they said watch out Hey boy you're gonna wind up her And that label on that whiskey on that shelf Should've said don't buy no shots from no one else Should've come with a warning Don't sit right there, don't sip on what they're pouring Her kiss is gonna kill you in the morning No, it ain't gonna end too good Everything about that night I thought I wanted Should've come with a warning Should've come with a warning I mean, does he have his numbers pulled up? Uh, welcome back into Are you logging in, or what the fuck are you doing over there? Oh, uh, he's logging into his Ken logging Palm. into the Ken Palm. Our um, defensive efficiency number is dropping like a rock. No, That's a he, password he'll never forget. Hey, here's the thing: he needs Ken Palm to tell him that our defensive passing efficiency is dropping like a rock. Yeah. I could have told him just by watching the game. Oh yeah, I mean it's pretty clear, but it's it's pretty. We were in the top 25 after the last two games. We're 39. Now. Hey, what does the Ken Palm say about the way you act towards the bigs and how you're slobbering all over and cradling and cupping the balls of the Jesus. the guards and everything <laughs> very else? Graphic. But very graphic. Very graphic. Very graphic. But the, but the, like second, from. the second a big guy makes one little mistake, Crumb's ready to crucify him. I, McNeil I like makes, the sauce he's giving you right now. McNeil takes a shot from the opposite end of the court. Said it was a bad shot. Oh, Did I not? That's all he said. That's all he said. It's a bad shot. That's too far. Bad shot. But if Culver drops a rebound, get him out. Put him on the bench. I didn't, say, th- I didn't say that. Did not say that. You jumped his shit when you he was. You can't. He can't try to lead a fast break. He wasn't. He was. Yes, he, he was. He was trying to pass out, no. and McNeil took off. He tried to dribble and pass at the same time, which is precisely why he shouldn't try to lead a fast no, break. He, he doesn't know what to do with the ball. He, if you, if you watch it, I went back. back and watched it. No, he didn't. Okay, you can see he goes to pass. Back is to him. He he's mid fucking pass. Does the fucking uh oh dribble. Because McNeil and then took goes off. To, then exactly. Goes, then goes, exactly my point. Then goes to pick it up. He's not trying to lead the fast break. He he's was trying, trying to get to it start out. He's trying to. Break. He's trying to outlet. Honestly, right. What should he do? He shouldn't pass the ball. Hold on. He he, he bitches should, about him not passing the ball, and he goes to pass the ball. Now he wants him to hold the ball. Well, he just got a rebound. Most big men chest the ball and get it to the he point got, guard. But he but, got the rebound at the foul line. It was. He turned long, the ball over. It, but. It, that, yeah, no, don't it, do that. End of Wait the, for McBride. End of the end of end of it. Yes, it's a turnover. But I'm not mad at him for looking to outlet the ball and get a fast break going. If you can beat him down the floor and get your points that way, why not fucking throw it an outlet pass? It's frustrating to me. That's the little things it's that only add frustrating up. But to him it's when always, it's a big guy. But it's well, always you, I mean, I I get frustrated <laughs> at McCabe when he throws moon ball oh. full court passes. But okay. you're always taught when you when you get a rebound, look up. Right. You always look up. So he looks up. He was going the for time, it. The way the play appeared to come to me was he looked up. He's probably got him looking back. He thinks he's going to turn. Starts to throw. He turns and runs on. So he goes to lay a dribble down and then flip it up to him. But he in the process, travel. 
He should. He's not. I don't think he was trying to start the break and go leading the break. I think he's trying to outlet the ball and get a break started because he knew. I don't that think there he was... wants to pound the ball up the floor. He didn't know what to do. That's why he should just get the ball to the guard. He did know what to do. He did it. He executed poorly. Yes, that's exactly my point. You but, don't want him doing that. That's not his game. No, but just in, rebound but, it, get it to Deuce, and run in, down the floor. But in that moment, I'm not going to fault him for looking up to see a guard in front of him who he's trying to outlet. Who's the not ball open? To. He was open. He was no, open. the guy was right there. No, the guy from Florida. That's why he fake. He tried to pass. Then he tried to dribble. Ends up walking because the guy was right there. McNeil had his guy beat. There was no one down the floor. I, I, I do believe had the ball been able to had they had he not traveled, the ball that he threw was going to be advanced to McNeil catching it about the three point line and, and possibly a two on one break, but he traveled. So yes, it ends in a turnover, but I'm not mad at him for looking up to to flip out. I don't think he was trying to dribble. He didn't know what he was trying to do. That's the problem. He knew exactly he was, what he was he trying to do. He knew what he was trying to do. He was trying to get the he, ball out. He froze half in. Okay. But That's my knew, whole point, though. But he knew what he was doing. Okay. But he didn't execute it. He's not used There's to doing that. There's plenty of guys who don't execute things. But, I mean, at the time. But he only, he, points, but, out, but he only points out the bigs. What I'm, what I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. What I'm saying to you is. I'm not mad at that because he knew what he was doing. He executed it poorly, but he knows the play to make. I'm I'm mad at anybody that turns the ball over. Cuz possessions are like gold to me. Him and his sensitive teeth. My sensitive teeth get <laughs> very sensitive when we turn the ball over. Like you've been into a Jolly Rancher watch, yesterday watching Watch Baylor and watch Baylor and Gonzaga, hey, man. That fucking mayor kid for Baylor is My. filthy. Speaking of Baylor, that schedule well, we got coming yeah, up. Yeah, that, that schedule. Who are we going to have guarding that white boy? Mayor, I don't know. Mayor, it's I don't know. Fake the funk on a nasty. That motherfucker was look. He looked. He looked nasty yesterday. We got a That's goon. The, um, do we have a goon playing for us that can just come out rocking Rocky Mount? Oh, speaking of goons, R.I.P. John Cheney. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Former rival. Do you all remember those games? The those Temple were pretty games. Rowdy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He he had the old goon squad. Quote tried to fight Calipari yeah. too. Yeah, he did. Anyway, though, I I mean I don't I don't know what we're gonna do against Baylor. Baylor, where we good. Baylor's point guard looks like Jawan Staten. Yes, we give up open threes. Yes. They are gonna make us pay because they can shoot. They're gonna out. make us pay anyway. Oh. I Look. hope to get one. I hope to get one of the two. I hope to split with them. I hope to get the one here and defend the home court. But they're <laughs> a very. Uh, did you just say if we give up a three? Our defense. That's their forte. Is give up a wide open three. What, All starts know. getting beat off the dribble, though. But your Kim Palm just told you our defense is dropping. It's dropping like a rock. They'll figure it out. It's going to be a rough. It's it's a rough rough road ahead. Iowa State. What Monday? Yeah. Not an Kansas, easy place to play. Kansas Saturday at home. You get yep. a thousand fans in. Not going to be the same. Kansas Kansas not looking great. I'm sure they'll come out Saturday against us and have a fucking career day. Oh yeah, just like last time, some kid that you've never heard of that's never yeah, had a they game got, in his life they comes got out and hangs up thirty. Bashed in yesterday in Knoxville. Yeah. They've been getting beat a lot. They, they do got, not. Look they got good. worked yesterday. And then after Kansas, I think that's when we kick up to Texas Tech, Baylor, Baylor, Texas. We have. I think that's right. I think we have Oklahoma at home before we play Baylor. Yeah, we play Iowa State, Kansas, Texas Tech on the road, 
Oklahoma, so wait. Baylor, Baylor, Texas, TCU, and K State. So wait, so Iowa State is that Iowa State? Yeah, it's Tuesday. Then we come back home. Come come back home to play Kansas. Then we hit the road to play Texas Tech. Then we go to Baylor, then back home. No, Oklahoma, then Baylor, okay. Baylor, Texas, TCU, Kansas State. We have two home games that we need to make up. The Oklahoma State and TCU games, we need those. Yeah, the question will our, be if if the league allows it, because I guess now they're lean, they're also leaning real heavy on no Big Twelve tournament. Well, our last game against K State's on the twenty seventh of February. We, I mean, you ought to be able to get at least one of those in because the season usually ends the first week. I of think March. all coaches have voted no no conference tournaments. Yeah, I don't have a problem with all that. All that conference tournament is like I was talking yesterday. Playing games. Well. It, the conference tournament is just large. another another area for you to go and and be in in and out of travel in places that you don't need to be in a yeah. chance of corona. And the last thing you want to happen is a team work their ass off to get to March, and then you know you know they're in, and then you catch corona at the fucking conference tournament, and you got to shut it down for two weeks, and the tournament's not going to wait on you. You're just out. Right. That'd be brutal. Yeah, I mean it'd be awful. It'd be the worst thing that could possibly happen. So I think your your best bet to get the season in, get your teams in, no playing. If, well, I guess if you're going to do playing games, they'll be in the bubble in Indy too, and just get, get everybody it to there, and- get everybody there, and get it situated, and 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 go. Because if you're the team who catches fucking COVID or has somebody get it, and you you have to take that break, and it's during the tournament, it's like oh well. You know, nothing we can do. Sorry. Shit out of luck. Play goes on. They advance because you've got corona. Um, that's going to be awful for for whatever team that happens to. And hopefully, hopefully it doesn't happen. Right. Hopefully you get up there, you're clear, you're ready to go. But Yeah, but I'm all right with no conference tournaments. But this fucking run we got coming up, dude, I mean. Brutal. What a way to end the year. It's just nuts. Especially how... We're playing on defense. It's going to be tough. We're not a very good road team right now anyway. We haven't been a good road team for a long time. No. Now, granted, the Big 12 is a meat grinder, but I don't know. We we got to find a way to win Tuesday night. I mean, Iowa State's not any good, but it seems like they always play a little bit better at home. And then you got to, you got to beat Kansas. You have to. Yeah. Got to beat Kansas. Especially probably need at to beat home. Iowa State. Probably need to split one with Baylor. Uh, I, be, I highly doubt we beat Baylor. It'd be nice to. Uh, it'd be. I mean, got to beat Oklahoma at home. Yeah, Oklahoma's playing and about then, as well then as then anybody. You got to beat Kansas State. Do you see that they've beaten four top ten teams this year? Yeah, they beat. I watched they beat Bama yesterday. Yeah. Yep. Very good team. Very very good team. Sure. Long Cougar is a good coach. I oh, mean, I, I, I like him. Yeah, he's. Won at multiple schools, gone to the Final Four. I think he took Florida to the Final Four. I think you can really – Florida was any good. I think this season you can look at probably like the top three or four schools and say that they are head and shoulders above Baylor especially. It's two. Two to me. Well, Gonzaga and Baylor. Yeah, Gonzaga and Baylor are on a different level. And you can say that they're head and shoulders above. Well, Okay, we'll say from five down anybody can beat anybody on any given day. Yeah, 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 I agree. Did you I see mean, how many teams in the top 15 lost yesterday? Duke beat the dog shit out of Clemson, and Duke has looked awful. Like dog shit. Duke's looked really bad this year. But you know what? I, I don't put it past a Duke at Carolina if they get in to, to sneak to in be able and to make, make a run. Noise. Yeah. 
that's the thing. I don't think anybody's on a totally different level. And I agree those top two, but I'll give it to the top five just because it's the top five. But those two, Gonzaga and Baylor, are definitely on a higher level than most other teams. Now, right, Gonzaga and Baylor is probably going to be your championship game. We played with and should have beat Gonzaga. Yeah. So that shows you that night in and night out, you never know what you're going to get. And like I said, man, I think it's just one of those things to where for the Mountaineers, all the chips have to fall right and you have to get a run from from Deuce and D.C. Like it would be a run that you you would have never seen with two players before. I think in March you win with guard play, and I like (laughs) our guards. I know they struggled. Sherman and Deuce struggled yesterday, but – I like them. You it's have, a little bit different than we've had than we had last year where we this were This team has to find something that they can do better than everyone else and do it. That's what 2010 was. <clears throat> 2010 right. exactly. was that exactly. team could prep. They found something they could do that you couldn't figure out in a short time. And that's how they beat John Wall in Kentucky. That's Oh, they threw the 1-3-1 at him. They weren't they they weren't they, they were all talented but they weren't as talented as Wall uh, Cousins no. and and uh, shit I think Bledsoe might have been there at the time too yes he was Pat Patterson too yeah and you're not but on that night they were better at them than this one thing that's what this team has to figure out is is one thing that you're better than everybody at and you do it better than them every fucking night and if that is playing full court man to man and just locking shit down or finding the press no, or finding well. <laughs> finding something you got to find something that you you stand out at and you have to figure it out work it to your advantage and take over you got to find some way to get points on the board without having to count on just those two right and and I like that you brought up the press because the, it's funny how many people message boards facebook you know all pissed off at Huggins for going away from the press. Well, there's a reason why Huggins went away from the press. The rule changed. That changed. So, for example, I mean, the prime example of a rule change, yesterday when we had old boy trapped and he stepped through and we got called for it. That's the press Virginia rule. Right. I mean, they, they they altered because, I mean, would blow you up, would press you, would trap you, and then you were stuck. Would get right up and, and smother you. Well, now you got that freedom of movement, but I don't agree with that. You can just step through. That's the how way. they tell you to be the trap, though. Well, right. How you're taught. Um, but if you're going, but if there's going to be a foul, if I've got if I've got now position, I'm straight to up. Coaches, I know who. Now you listen to the coaches on what you're taught. But when DC does what he's taught and looks up to Florida to advance the ball, he's that's unacceptable. You, I guarantee you when they watch film, they're going to be like, don't ever do that again. Well, I'll call Bob, Bob and ask him. Ask him. The, the call from the refs that I liked yesterday was the uh, the foul and the dickhead from Florida. Kick, kick his flop. leg out. Yeah. Uh, that's the second time this year we've gotten that I like call. That. I like that a lot. I do too. That's you can't a, reward that shit. No, no. You cannot reward that. And I love that they didn't count the hoop. That no. dickhead from ESPN. Well, he did. He kicked after the basket. Should have counted. Doesn't no, matter. It's face. a flop. Show your Florida allegiance elsewhere. I'm tired of hearing you talk about thirty-three. I'm tired of hearing you talk about how great Florida. Sick is. Sick of playing Florida. Hate playing Florida. Yeah. Well, and goddamn Brett Nelson. Well, not just Brett Nelson. People forget Darius Nichols is an assistant coach. He's three and zero against hugs. Yeah. Well. He, no. Th- what? There is no. I'm just saying, he's been on the staff 
all you three years. Feels about nickels. I know. I don't have a problem. I love nickels. Why? What? False lies. Wrong. What? What are you talking about? You don't love nickels. He's one of my favorite point guards West Virginia's ever had. You hate him and Mass. I no. I don't hate them. Oh, oh really? I just don't think they're ready to be the head coach after Huggins. I mean, yeah. I mean, what uh, would you learn? Whenever under, Huggins decides, what would, decide, what I would you learn I, under Brad Stevens? Nothing. There's more to coaching is than there? X's and O's, bud. You got to recruit. It's about the Jimmys and the Joes. It is I, about I'm the sure, Jimmys I'm and sure the Joes. You just fine recruiting. Who Missoula? Yeah. Well, uh, he can go to a uh, mid-major, prove it there, and then come to West Virginia. Went to Fairmont State, and, and now he's in the NBA. Then he got it. Then he got tapped to go with Brad Stevens. But that, hey, that that's not a good. I'm just saying, man. he's not. He I I don't want if he does not have college coaching experience at like the low to mid major. He does. I Fairmont. don't. Fairmont. That's D two. That is not you, even close to all same. right. Stop right there. Then let me ask you this: Your boy Pennington is he ready to go anywhere? To be a head coach? Yeah. At D one, would you want him? Would you? I'm asking him? you. Do you think he deserves a shot? He's coaching at the same level. Missoula coached at Fairmont. Okay. Do and you think he deserves Missoula a shot? coached in the D League too before he got pulled up to Okay, then he's coached you if he's coached in the fucking D League, that's me, right below the highest level. How would you have reacted if we hired a guy from the Mountain East to replace Holgerson? That is not the logical trajectory of who West Virginia should hire. Who should they get? This, I, I this don't is know. All, this is all this, this is a hypothetical conversation. Yes. But what I'm saying is I would do what we did with Neil Brown. I would go but and find the best available candidate. Who's that? There's no like, it, like I don't know. Five, six years ago, Shaka Smart was the hottest fucking thing cooking in basketball. When we got Beeline, Beeline was a hot commodity. What I'm saying to you now Where'd Beeline coach before? Richmond. Where'd he coach before that? I, fuck, I don't know. Canisius. I didn't, I didn't. He moved up each level of D1 before okay, he got the West Virginia job. So, Fairmont State coached in the in the G League, D League, okay, whatever the assistant. fuck you want to call it. And then now he's with the Celtics and Brad Stevens, who's one of the best college basketball coaches ever with what he did at Butler. Great. I, I want to see him win at a mid-major before he comes to West Virginia. Same thing with Nichols. But what would you... Nichols should be getting what, a head coaching job soon what, at a smaller school. When I think when you're looking to fill the position, you have to look for someone who's going to be there and stay there and not stepping stone you. Right. I think you run that risk. You go out and find the best caliber but coach you can. I think that it's also very delusional to think that West Virginia is going to land a... Coach, you're never going to get anybody on Huggins' level. Ever. No, probably not. Like you're not going to get. I, oh, well, I, I don't in even, terms of prestige. Yeah, yeah. That I don't was even a, that know that fluke. we could go get like a fucking. I don't even know that you could bring in like a Bruce Pearl or a Calvin Sampson or somebody who's got a fucking you know a really checkered past probably not. and kind of frowned upon. That's why I'm what saying. What about Chris Beard? Chris Beard it's, it's won a, at JUCO. But he it's, won it's at Little a, Rock. It, it's a lateral move, is it not? What? Well, no, I'm just From saying Texas Tech a, to... a guy like him who has oh, won okay, at every level. No, 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 no. And I'm not saying we're going to take him from Texas Tech. I'm saying he worked his way up. He he was an assistant at Texas Tech when they had Bob Knight for like eight, five years. I don't know. Then he coached Juco. He coached, I think, D2. 
Then he <clears throat> moved up to the mid-major, and Texas Tech got him. But has Masked, was was he not a grad assistant with Hugs? Yes. And then he moved and, and coached elsewhere, and then he got the head coaching job, and then he's done the G League thing, and now he's in the pros, and he's – I just – I don't – I don't understand why you would be anti that hire for a it's, guy who was here and and understands the culture and has the mindset of the. It's not like we're leaving. taking we're taking Juwan Staten as a GA right now and saying, "Hey, here's the keys of the kingdom." I tell you what, I don't want what Larry Harrison. No, and that's, I don't think he would get hired. <laughs> really, if Bob Huggins says Bob Huggins is not going to make the next uh, coaching hire, yeah. You don't think, think he gets a say on who gets the keys of the he kingdom? He might have a si- he might have a say, but he's not going to make the hire. They will do so what how, they did. Okay. They will do what they did with Neil Brown. They will do a. Let me ask you this: full search. They go. He retires. Okay. And then he gets to pick, and it's a choice between Maz, Harrison, Eric Martin, or Darius Nichols, or let's say a fucking. Uh, who coached Florida Gulf Coast that year? They were they were running the guy away. Brad Inf- or yeah. Andy Infield or something. Yes. He's at USC now. Okay, or him from <laughs> take him from USC. He's just saying. I'm saying those are your four candidates. Are you talking about him coming from Florida Gulf Coast to West Virginia? I'm talking about him coming from from USC. USC. Oh yeah, I'd take him over those other guys. He's one at. He's taken USC to the tournament. Took Florida Gulf Coast to the tournament. Give me that guy. He knows. He knows how to win as the head coach. Right. Huggins makes what three and a half, four million a year. They're not going to pay that next. They guy won't that. pay the next guy that. But you're not going to. You are not going to hire a guy who was just an assistant to coach at West Virginia. Our profile has been raised. It has because but, of Bob Huggins. But I think if you, you could go get the. One of the best mid-major coaches out there. Okay, so Gonzaga I mean, so like, is not a mid-major. You look at they are a mid-major. Like they have been a top ten program for over a decade. But they are a mid-major like, program. You looking at yeah, take but it, no, I mean they, they are, are by conference. But yeah, by, they're like by, UNLV when well, UNLV. Had I, I know what he's saying, but he's saying the best mid-major. I mean, well, by I conference, they're that's the like obvious exception like to the rule or something like that. Like he's looking at like a date, but I don't even know that. I but I just I'd take Missoula over. Dayton coach, Anthony Grant. I just, I'm not. I'm not. Grant was at Commonwealth, wasn't he? He was at Commonwealth, and, and he went to Alabama. Brett. Then he ended what, up. Okay, with, okay. Let's do this. Brett's at Holy Cross. Okay, they're not very good. Right. Brett's coached with Grant. Brett's coached with uh, Donnie Jones, I believe. He was with uh, the dude at Arkansas. Brett's been around. Brett's now at Holy Cross. They are not good. They're not stacking wins. It's between him and Missoula. That's your two. That's your two. Who, who do you would pick? you rather have? I don't know. <laughs> who would, but th- see, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is who would you rather have? You're saying like a mid-major guy, guy who's done it at all levels and coached everywhere. <laughs> Brett is a his team is shit at Holy Cross. Um, and it's between him and Matt. I don't know who I would. Are you taking? Are you taking Brett, who's who's been with uh, Anthony Grant and and Commonwealth and with Donnie know. Jones and with. Polini and all these motherfucking people? Or are you taking Maz, who's been with Stevens, Hugs? 
Okay. I, that's not a good situation. Or we just call up Brian Poor from West Virginia State. Greg White. Greg White. He teach him how to spin a toothbrush one or, or the ball on the toothbrush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd be in the Hall of Fame if he would have focused on shooting as much as he did Brushing spinning a ball teeth. on his toothbrush and head. A poor coach did him in major. Yeah. At state? He was he was with Greg was, White at Marshall. Right. Forever. Was he? Yeah. I he was an assistant though. I don't want an assistant. What do you I we're just what, what is so there. hard about this? I just don't Who's gonna get who's a major coach a big time job that that a power conference job who's gonna get fired soon? Bill Self. Yeah. Maybe not fired, but Oh, did you FBI? see they, they found more recordings of a Kansas coach offering cash? Not from McDonald's money. McDonald bags. Oh. Oh, speaking of that, he must have got a McDonald's bag to say I'm staying at University of Tennessee. Yeah, well. I think we got the better guy. I think Nestor's better than him. I don't oh, understand I so why you put on a whole show like that. Yeah, neither you're do I. You're staying at Tennessee, but whatever. What do I know? Then we also lost the kid from Polka to Virginia. Yeah, McNeely. Not that. a good Saturday for the Mountaineers. For I don't Mountaineer think, basketball. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be happy. At He'll regret UVA. that decision. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah, yes. we got two guards coming in. We'll be all right. What you got on Monday? What are you, what are you looking at, Crum? What do you think? Tuesday prediction time. Yeah, Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday. Monday. You want to give out some was, beers of the week? I thought it, no, not really. What well, Deuce? I mean, is there anybody else who's going to get it? Derek, game winner. Deuce gets mine. I, you know how much I love that play. That Dude. was like, you know, the mentality, Mamba mentality, whatever. Jordan, give me the ball. I'm taking the last shot. Away. Yeah. Yeah. Not to compare him to Jordan or Kobe. But no, but I get what you're you saying. You know what the mentality is. Like, right. I want the last shot. Except the bad part is, I mean, he didn't want that last shot yesterday. No, that, and was, that, that was strange to me. Yeah. Because he struggled in first halves this year, then he just cranks it up in the second half. I. He, I thought they kept him on the bench too long after he got his third foul, but, you know, I have zero wins. But before we do that, the foul issue, you know, and I think that's why you're not seeing, like, Derek that aggressive on the 50-50 balls, and that's what Dad and I were talking about last night on my way into work, was I'm pretty sure that Huggins and staff has told Culver, hey, can't have you throwing your body around taking off after, you know, he's he's got to be reserved because if he's in foul trouble, we're in trouble. Same thing with Deuce. He's in foul trouble. I mean, except with Deuce, you've got a little bit of leeway, Mm -hmm. but you need him on the floor. But, yeah, you know, because you'd look over, Derek got those two fouls in the first half, and he he looked over at Hugs, was throwing his thumb up, saying, hey, hey, I'm I'm fine. Then he got that third one in the second, and he kind of was like, hey, hey, I know, I know, I know, I know. Mm -hmm. I I tell you what, um, it's so noticeable when Deuce leaves the game. Yeah. How the we're energy. like a ship without a rudder. Uh, yeah, the energy drops. That can't happen. I understand he's your best player, and he's kind of the guy that starts everything, gets everything going, especially on offense. But, but he's going to need a little bit of a breather. He needs a breather. He's going to get in foul trouble. Shit happens. I mean, he got two charges against Texas Tech in the first half. I didn't think they were great calls, but whatever. He, you can't just deflate. Someone else has got to step up. That that that's what bothered me about Saturday. We were up seven when he goes out, and we just kind of stood around and I don't know. You can't 
You can't let down like that. We'll be right back after this word, 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 word. Son of a bitch! What's up, Mountaineer Nation? This is Grant Wiley, and you're listening to Section 304 Podcast. Let's go, Mountaineers. When your heating and cooling system needs service, turn to Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been delivering quality service in West Virginia since 1980. No matter the make or model, Francisco Heating and Cooling can make sure your unit is back in service in no time. And their work is guaranteed. Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning is fully licensed and insured and is a certified train dealer. And remember, it's hard to stop a train. Find them on Facebook or call 304-542-1895. Catch the Mountaineers in comfort with Francisco Heating and Air Conditioning. It is a great night to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. But no. Beers of the week, Deuce. I'm giving mine to Derek. What a free throw performance. Who, who saw that coming? They obviously worked on that shot. I mean, I don't like the hitch, but if it's, if it's working, keep yeah. going for it, big fella. Hey, you giving yours to, Crumb? I don't know. Um, probably Deuce. So the Palo Bar Beer of the Week, two to Deuce, deuce and one to Derek. A Deuce, a double Deuce, a 22-ouncer. 22 shot the lights out of the ball. His three-point percentage is rising. Ken Palm. One game, What's he gonna get over? One game do not atone you I for know. a season of woes. Oh, Crumb Palm over there. As much as you want it to, it doesn't. When he's on, he's on, but he hadn't been on a whole lot. Look that percentage up. Go ahead, buddy. See what it's right. Okay. Analytics, 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 so, analytics. So Tuesday night, we're we need, You need to get a sound thing that's the fucking number. <laughs> the calculator thing for whenever he's over here doing his shit on his phone. It's up to 35. Ooh, not oh. an elite shooter. Third on the team. Not elite. What's the deuces? Deuce is 42.6. That is outstanding. Who's Sherman's 38.2. Pretty good. Deuce is the only elite shooter we have. We'll see. Your Maybe guy, these guys get hot at the end of the your year. Your guy's supposed to be fucking Hawkeye, and he's shooting fucking 35% from what he's supposed to be known to do. He's heating up. Captain Flatfoot. Heating Captain up. Flatfoot. Captain Flatfoot. <laughs> Make him take a dribble, and it's going to go clang. He had his mid-range going yesterday off the dribble. Yeah. Didn't have that three ball working off the dribble when I needed it at the end of the game. No. Couldn't check that cross and hit that fall away. He was falling away from the one, or I think he would have buried it had he jumped into the shot instead mm-hmm. of falling away because he left it just a bit. He shot one of them back rimmed. Fucking Saberton. That's not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about the one on the left wing. Oh. He threw a move, and then he's falling back away. He pulled it hit, it Kobe back fade away. Just and, a touch. That's a tough shot. Not if he really stepped into shot. it. Agreed. Not pretty. Maybe he can coach us. Yeah, McNeil. Yeah. Now we'll call Pitts Noggle up there. We'll call Chase Hardler. Teach everyone how to shoot. Noggs could knock it down. Yes, he could. So what you said Tuesday night, Iowa State at Iowa State, Hilton Magic. What are you taking? Has not been so magical lately. What you got this week? Two and zero, zero and two, one and one. Two and zero. 
Big balls call. My birthday is on Tuesday, and we normally win on my birthday. They so know. They so know. we go Tuesday, and we go Oklahoma what Saturday. Kind of, what kind of uh, birthday dinner celebration you putting down? I don't know yet. Lobster, crab legs, fat no. steaks. Hey, he's going to sit down by the fire, get some light reading done, go over to the salon, get his hair done, mm. get his hair did for his birthday. You take Tuesday off. No. Why? It's your birthday. It's your birthday. It's just a regular day. You're supposed to wake up, get like a fat stack of pancakes, put the slippers on, start a fire, maybe have a drink, have a steak bought to you for lunch, and then another steak for dinner. You notice the robe game hasn't come back since that one show. I don't know if I can make the robe happen. (laughs) All right. So Tuesday night, Iowa State. We're going to win by 10. Diddy. One and one this week. You guys want to lose to Kansas at home? No, we're going to beat them. I wish I could speak that confidently about it, but until we do, don't feel like that's going to happen. I'm I'm going to win over Iowa State, and then we'll lose to Kansas. I think so. I think we bounce back Tuesday night, but then I think Kansas comes in and some no name that they picked up walking down. I thought we would have fucked Florida up yesterday defending the home court, but I figured that was going to be a tough game. I thought we'd win though. We had. We should have won. That was not. That was a bad loss, in my opinion. I mean, Florida's a good team. Don't get me wrong, but should not lose that game the way we did. Nope, not at all. Got to play better on defense, guys. Figured out. Fuck it. Quit giving up eighty points. Tuesday, here we go. Deuce is yeah. back. DC will go big. Need Tazo to drop me about eighteen. Hey, Culver, just pass the ball. Don't <laughs> don't do anything else. Culver, pass out of the double team like you did on Saturday. How dare you look to start a fast break? Yeah. You slack ass. Don't try to help the team advance anymore. Don't turn it over. We're doing so good at How about that? Don't turn it over. Tuesday the ball night. is gold. Do Let's not get turn it. it over. We got to get out of here. I got to go right. watch the Pro Bowl celebration. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Pro Bowl? <laughs> that's still. They're that's, doing, they're doing a virtual. Yeah, I think they're playing Madden. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think they're playing Madden, and then they're having like a dance-off between like receivers and whatnot. <laughs> it's really? bad. I'm not going to watch it. Well, I'm I was gonna, just fucking around. I'm going back to bed. All right. All right. See y'all next week.